0: Get to the money. Yeah, Gotta get yeah, to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on it. So you know that I'm on it. Gotta make sure damn my fans. The bills is paid, and then let's get to the money, get to the
1: money Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsible. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, tonight, uh, I'm not drinking on anything. All the only thing I'm drinking is uh some cream soda. So I'm just taking it easy today. Uh we got some we got a couple of things we're gonna get into uh tonight. Uh as y'all know, Super Bowl weekend. We got the 49ers and the Chiefs coming up uh Sunday. So uh let's get into this first topic, man. Super Bowl. Um obviously it's gonna be in Vegas excuse me, it's going to be in Vegas ushers performing the halftime show. Um, so it's should be a big, big game, uh, a big, uh, halftime show and everything like that. So, uh, we got two teams, the 49ers and the chiefs, uh, in the super bowl, obviously the chiefs, uh, back at it again. Um, the 49ers, um, in it for the first time in a uh, few seasons. And, um, This game, uh this game could go one of two ways, right? Uh for me, this game could be either like like last year's game, right? You take the uh Chiefs and the um Eagles. That turned out to be um a great game, right? That turned out to be a great game. This game, uh, it could be the same way. I said uh has a possibility to be in a great game. Obviously, uh, you know, the Chiefs back at it, you know, Mahomes uh two time uh super bowl champion, uh looking for his third ring. Uh they they're pretty much like the uh, the new New England Patriots, right? Because with the New England Patriots with Tom Brady, Belichick, you know, they were they're always a Super Bowl favorite, right? Uh, especially come out the AFC. So that's what the Kansas City Chiefs are. Uh a team that has been uh which, ironically, this year, this team has really been led more by their defense than our offense. You'll think with their offense, they could, you know, just run up the score on everybody and all of that. Issue with the Chiefs this year was their offense, uh, receivers dropping the ball, um, you know, just really wasn't executing offensively. Uh, but they made it to the Super Bowl once again. Uh, the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, Pretty much they, they got past <laughs> so the, the games that they have won. Okay, so they uh I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say say this, right? The Packers pretty much should have beaten the 49ers. If you're a Packers fan, you understand why. Right. Same thing with Detroit. Should have been should have beat the uh 49ers. Because the way – and this is – I'm going to give you all my prediction who's going to win and why in a second. But I just feel like the way that the 49ers has been playing – and I'm not saying the Chiefs has been playing any better. Um, I think in terms of execution-wise and the way the games have been played, I think they've played a little bit better uh, than what the 49ers have because people pretty much had the 49ers as – like this best team in the league or whatever, right? Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers in the 49ers game, you know, it basically came down to a field goal, right? Both games came down to a field goal, actually, okay? But the 49ers, you know, they were up and missed a field goal. 49ers come in, make a field goal. But the Packers, the way they played, they weren't supposed to be there. The way they beat up on Dallas, and then, you know, they had all the confidence in the world. We all thought this was a a team that the way that they're playing, I mean, they could have been in the Super Bowl right now, the way that they were playing, okay? Uh, But a young team, a team that's on the rise, you know, if you're a Packers fan, I know you're going to be excited for next season. The Detroit Lions. now. I'm always going to give credit to the winners, but the Detroit Lions pretty much lost this game because they didn't stick to the game plan, right? Um, yeah, you're going to be aggressive. That's your thing all season long. Cool. But when it comes to the playoffs, you got to, you got to, you got to, sometimes you got to think differently, right? And the way that the 49ers was coming back in that game, they were down like 24 to seven at halftime. And yet in the third quarter, the 49ers was just, Man, it's kind of like the Golden State, the old Golden State teams, y'all know. Third quarter coming around, they just blowing you off the court in the third quarter. That's what the uh, 49ers did. They came in 17-0 third quarter. And yet uh, Detroit, uh, then, uh, the head coach of Detroit did not stop the momentum and basically kick field goals. All he had to do was kick field goals. And just two field goals, they would have won, right? Because it would made it a three-possession game, right? So Detroit more lost that game. The 49ers won a game, but I'm gonna give them credit because they did win the game. You go to the Chiefs, Chiefs, they had to go you no know, play all the way through. They didn't get no That was the Ravens. The Ravens was the number one uh seed, right? So they had to beat Miami. They beat Miami. They went to Buffalo, they beat Buffalo. Uh you know, that was probably their toughest game was against Buffalo. Balt, the Baltimore game, we just gotta call it what it is, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson didn't come through, right? Um, and but anybody that wants to blame the defense, Baltimore's defense, Baltimore's defense played outstanding. They only held Kansas City to seventeen points, right? Your quarterback has to be there to produce, and your quarterback didn't produce. It's the reason why. Even though Lamar Jackson's gonna be MVP, uh in these moments, that's when you need your MVP to step up. He's a two he's gonna be a two-time MVP, right? A two-time MVP. But you need uh your your best player to step up in those moments, and he didn't. Patrick Mahomes, who when people say, hey. He could be the greatest of all time, right? Um, he made those crucial plays. And the one thing about the Kansas City's uh, offense, you know, you could tell they've been – this team has been led by their defense, right, in the show. Even during the regular season, it was led by their defense because um, offensively they were struggling. But in this postseason, the receivers are catching the ball. The receivers are making crucial plays at the crucial times. And – Probably you'll see that confidence go around the Super Bowl. A lot of these players who was in the Super Bowl last year, right? You take the 49ers, not so many uh, players was in the Super Bowl. So you have uh, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy. Um, if your team is the 49ers, of course, you're going you're gonna to go for the 49ers. If your team is the Chiefs, you're going to go for the Chiefs. My team is not in. I'm a Steelers guy. But I would say this. If the 49ers defense, if you saw their defense this postseason, it was, even though they won, right, you, you beat an inexperienced Packers team knowing that you could have lost that game. You beat an inexperienced Lions team knowing you could have lost that game. You're going against the Chiefs. in the way that the Chiefs has been, how the receivers are catching the ball, they haven't been dropping the ball this postseason. The way they've been catching the ball, and the way that you allow teams to run, right? I think, I think, and not only that, but you got Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy, right? Brock Purdy, y'all know, last pick in the draft. Now he's uh, starting a starting Super Bowl quarterback, right? If the Forty Nineers defense doesn't show up this game the 49ers has no chance of beating the Chiefs. So the 49ers defense has to show up this game. Um, With the quarterback matchup, obviously I'm going Patrick Mahomes over Brock Purdy, right? I think uh, Spagnoli is going to take away Brock Purdy out this game. They're going to make them run the football, right? And if the 49ers can't run the football and they put it in Brock Purdy's hands, that's an advantage for the chiefs defense because biggest stage, excuse me, biggest stage, um, chiefs been there before, you know, Patrick Mahomes been there before Brock Purdy hasn't been there before. And I look at how these two, two teams have played in the playoffs leading up to this game. I got to pick the chiefs in this game. I think it's going to be a one possession game. Um, but I, I believe that the Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes, I think those receivers are going to step up because they know in this particular game, you can't, you can't have mistakes, right? You can't have mistakes, especially against the 49ers, right? You can't give them the confidence, uh, especially defensively uh, that they can stop you in the offense, get a chance to, you know, run the ball. Cause they're going to take it out of his, Brock Purdy's hands. They're going to, they're going to try to run that ball. I believe. So I think uh, the Chiefs are going to be a favorite. Well, they are a favorite, but I'm going to pick them because of the experience. I think the way they've been playing uh, these playoffs compared to um, the 49ers, I believe the Chiefs will uh, pull out uh, this victory to win their third Super Bowl. Uh, If y'all have any, uh, y'all comment below. Comment below or, you know, tell me what y'all think. Right. Tell me what y'all think uh, who's gonna win this uh, Super Bowl. Um 49ers the Chiefs. Uh by how and also put it how much, man. You know, if you want to say uh it's gonna come down to a field goal, you think it's gonna be a, a two possession game, who knows? Y'all tell me uh in the comments, man, how y'all feel uh this game is gonna turn out. Uh also with the Super Bowl, man, you got Usher with the uh Super Bowl halftime performance uh coming up. Um, so I know uh a lot of fans are looking forward to the halftime performance halftime performance. Uh, some people, you know, they really don't care about the halftime performance. I guess it just depends on who's uh performing, but um, uh, you never know. This could be a uh another, you no know, great performance. You know, last uh, couple of years has been fun to watch. Of course, last year you had um uh, Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl. Um, uh, what is the one they did in L.A. where you had uh Dr. Dre? Yeah, Snoop, yeah, Eminem, yeah, 50. Uh, Who else was out there performing too? I want to say Mary J. Blige. Was she out there too? I think she was, if I remember. But um, I think uh, the halftime performance is going to be a great performance. We just got to see how it is and everything like that. Uh, Just uh, y'all let me know. If y'all think Usher's going you know put on a great performance and also let me know who was your favorite, what was your favorite uh halftime performance of all time? I know a lot of people are probably gonna go back to Michael Jackson when uh he did it. Um, you know, some people would say uh Beyonce, you know, some people would say Bruno Mars, you know, so y'all, y'all let me know. Uh who do y'all, who do y'all? Who's y'all favorite halftime uh, performer, Super Bowl halftime performer? And y'all tell me if y'all think Usher is going to do a great, great job at the uh, halftime show. I can't wait for this game to take off, man, because I'm, I'm excited. And even, even if your team is not in it, right, even if your team is not in the Super Bowl, you're still going to watch because it is the biggest game of the entire year. I mean, when you think about all the sporting events, right, Um, I think the only thing that can match the Super Bowl or come close to it is WrestleMania, right? Uh, Have WrestleMania that's probably can rival the Super Bowl, right? So, um, which I would have talked about WrestleMania and stuff like that, but, you know, it's... There's some stuff about that that I haven't really watched wrestling that much to really comment on it so, but anyway, uh, let's go and move on to the next topic. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic, uh, because this past Sunday, this past Sunday, we had the uh Grammys, right? We had the Grammys, so just want to shout out to uh, all the uh nominees and all the winners of the Grammys uh killer mike uh three Grammys that night. Um uh, so congratulations to killer mike uh obviously y'all know what happened. Y'all saw the footage him getting arrested. I mean I don't know why they could have waited to after it was you know all fair and clear to do all of that which is crazy. But congratulations to Killer Mike uh three Grammys. Uh who else? Uh Victoria Monet, Best New Artist, uh Song, uh Billy Alish. Uh of course, you know, Killer Mike had rap album of the year, which a lot of people was talking about. Uh Record of the Year, Molly Cyrus, you know, she won. Uh Scientists and Engineers rap song. Uh, rap Song of the Year, you basically had a uh, future 150,000. Was that James Blake? All of them. Uh best was it Pop Duo Group Performance Scissor? And uh Phoebe Bridgers. But um, uh, Best African music performance. Uh was it Tyler Water was that? You know, y'all know the water challenge thing. Um uh, you had that, but uh Pop solo Performance, Miles Cyrus. Okay. So uh, a lot of things that came from the Grammys. Um, I didn't watch it. Uh, I really don't care about the Grammys. You know, everything like that. But there's, there's, there was some talk about it. Uh, Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z was there. Uh, he accepted the, I think it was the, what award was that he got? It was a Dr. Dre Award, something like that. But the the biggest uh controversy of the night was uh album of the year award, which Taylor Swift won for the fourth time. So she won the award for the fourth time, uh 13 Grammys overall. Beyonce has the most Grammys in history, so But it's been talked about Taylor's, uh, the whole process, right? And Jay-Z brought it up, basically saying, uh, Beyonce is the, you know, most prolific Grammy performer of all time, the most Grammys in history. But yes, she hasn't won uh best album of the year, um, and also too, excuse me. Also too, uh, is there is that is that like a message saying that they're really pushing they're they're pushing Taylor Swift over Beyonce, right? Is that is that a thing? Because yeah, I remember uh last year they were both on tour. So both selling out everywhere and everything like that. Um, if you ask me who I personally like more, I personally like Beyonce more. I think she's a, and I'm, when I'm saying both, both artists are great. I'm not going to take anything from anybody. I just think to me, um, to me, Beyonce is a better performer, a better vocalist. Um, Taylor Swift, obviously, is, you know, a better musician, uh, probably a better writer, you know, um, stuff like that, right? But they both are talented, uh, talented individuals. But, you know, when you keep getting nominated for an award and you haven't won, it's kind of like, what else does a person have to do? But yet this person, you know, she, you know, she wins her fourth, you know, more than anybody else. She was tied with a couple of artists, you know, one of them happened to be Stevie Wonder. And she a lot of people was upset about this. Okay. Uh who else was in this category that she won? Um SZA, John Batiste, uh Lena Del Rey, Olivia Rodrigo, uh Phoebe Bridges, uh, Janelle Monet. So that was all in the uh, category and everything like that. Um, Beyonce wasn't in the category, but with all these artists and everything like that, a lot of people was upset that Beyonce, well, not Beyonce, but it's the fact that Taylor Swift is winning these album of the year uh, nomination, well, album of the year awards, and it's kind of like it's it's almost like you're seeing in an agenda being pushed right especially during the grammys so what i'm going to do is i'm uh so the ceo of the grammys uh talked about uh how the voting process works right um uh, and he was basically saying Okay, so let me let me go let me go here. So he was basically saying how the voting process works. So basically, in order to be the uh voting, you have basically have to be a working. You have to basically work in the industry, right? And um, uh, let me see what he said. Basically, he's saying that it's not based. So the criteria, to paraphrase it, it's not based on sales is not based on followers right it's not based on uh trends or anything like that it's just based, based, it's based on the quality of the art in a sense right and i think the I think the thing is too you know music is subjective just like any other art form, right? Whether it's comedy, whether it's um, acting, it's subjective. I don't know if the Academy, when they have these people voting for these awards, right? Um, Do they have the proper people voting for these awards? Because a lot of times they can't relate to the certain song or certain albums that's, you know, That speaks to them. They can't relate to it. And I'm not a Taylor Swift fan at all. I'm just going to say it right now. That doesn't mean I don't think she's talented. I don't think she's a great artist. But are you telling me that there's no agenda to push her into the forefront? Do I think that she's more talented than Beyonce in terms of performing and vocally? No, I don't think so right? Now, can she write and, you know, musically, musicianship-wise, is she, yeah. Right? Um I just don't see how, I just don't see how something is going on, right? Something is definitely going on with the uh, Grammys. Um You have a lot of artists basically saying that they're not going to the Grammys. It's like, what's the point? Um, Eminem has said why are you inviting me to the Grammys when clearly you know it's like uh, I t- I'll give you okay so y'all remember when Macklemore won best rap album over Kendrick Lamar and there was a big uproar about it and the people that's voting on it It's kind of like they're they're pushing, it, there's an agenda being pushed, in a sense. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Um, I don't know if they feel, if they just listen to the album once and they're like, okay, or their mind was already made up because they're more of a fan of this person. You know, so I don't, even with the, C, with the CEO of the Grammys came out basically telling us the criteria, for one, you know, you could be a voting member, you know, as long as you are working, if you're working in the industry. Um, And two, I think this is why I think having the BET Awards, the NAACP Image Awards, is so important because of this, right? Uh, Don't get me wrong. I mean, winning the Grammy is uh, cool and everything. Um, You know, it's the biggest award in music right <laughs> but if you're and, and what I found so funny about this I saw this I didn't know Mariah Carey never won album of the year um I never I thought she at least had one I know she got Grammys, but I thought she at least had one let's let's go back and see let's go back and see uh how many. Uh we're gonna go back and see. Let me see, okay, so of course, Taylor Swift has four um. Uh, go on here real quick. So man, it's not giving me anything. Come on. Okay, so Taylor Swift has four, right? She's been nominated six times. Frank Sinatra has three. Nominated eight times. Paul Simon three. uh, Nominated seven times. Stevie Wonder has three. And he won all of his in the 70s. Okay. U2 has uh two, Adele has two. Um wow, that's crazy. So those those are the most album of the year nominations, uh well winners out there and and for the put it into context, right? The last rap out al- the last yeah, the last rap album that won album of the year was Alcast, right? That was for the speaker box and the love below. And since then, since then, you know, it it goes year by year. You know, if you had a great album, I think uh last year, uh, I think Harry Styles won uh last year uh, for album of the year. Um I know over the last couple of years, not last year, because I don't think Beyonce put out an album last year. She probably did. If I don't remember. It's been a, it's been a, the year went by fast, right? But, I know one of those albums that Beyonce put out, you could make an argument she should have won best album, right? Should have. And she didn't. She didn't. Um, I think it's basically maybe that the industry is afraid of Beyonce in the sense of how talented she is, right? Um, you know, some of these artists, you could tell they got jilted, right? Yeah, I think it's unfair to them, it's unfair to the academy. Um I mean, you gotta be fair and honest, and right, if you don't have the The equal number of representation voting on all these awards, then it's kind of like it's a joke in a sense. Right. So let me see. Let me go here. I'm gonna try this since it's Black History Month. So since nineteen ninety-nine, uh Beyonce uh been nominated for uh has been nominated four times for the award. Uh, let me see. Okay. So here's here's the thing, right? So only three black women have been awarded album of the year uh, since 1959. And uh, the last black woman to win the award was uh, Lauryn Hill in 1999. That was the last one, right? Uh, so she was the last last black woman to win album of the year in 1999 so we're looking at 25 years ago since then right and a lot of people talking about you know why lemonade did not get uh beyonce's album did not get the didn't get his swaps it's it's uh I I can't really explain it, what's going on. Uh, But the fact that Lauren Hill was the last black uh, woman to win the award in the last 25 years is crazy. I mean, you had Beyonce nominated four times, obviously, right? And let me see. I think they said uh, you had like 16 black women being nominated since TLC. So um, you have that going on. Uh, of course, jay Z speech uh, put it out there. So the only, uh, so the three black women that uh, won this award, right? Yeah, uh, Natalie Cole, who is the daughter of the, the legend, uh, Nat King Cole, you had Whitney Houston, uh, that was in 92, Whitney Houston in 94, Lauryn Hill in 99, okay? And this is this is everybody who's been nominated since then. Okay, so you had uh, TLC in 2002, NDRI, I mean, uh TLC in 2000, Irie in 2002, Missy Elliott in 04, Alicia Keys in 05, Mariah Carey in uh Beyonce, she was nominated four times, uh, 2010, yeah. 15, 17, and last year. Rihanna in 2012. uh let me see. They got Brittany Howard with the with the group Alabama Shakes in 2016. Janelle Monet was uh nominated twice, 2019 and uh this past uh, Sunday, uh 20 this year, 2024, uh her in 2019, 2020, and 2022. Cardi B in 2019, Lizzo 2020, 2023, uh Janae Aiko, uh Janae Aiko, uh 2021. Doja Cat, okay. Don't skip that one. Uh, Mary J. Blige in 2023 and SZA in 2024. So I think now this is where, you know, award shows that recognize um, African-Americans and the talent that we present should become more important than anything else. So I had that in the last, let me see. What was the last cuz i'm pretty sure it would be uh outcast i'm gonna check that out real quick Okay, so um, I don't know. This is the male male one. I'm a um. It's eleven black artists has won since 1957. Um, let me get here. Let me see. This thing is not pulling up the way I want to. But I know some people watch the Grammys. Um, Another thing, too, about the Grammys was that Celine Dion showed up. And y'all know Celine Dion. um, If you're a millennial like me, y'all know how much of a talent she is. Um, Obviously, one of the greatest songs ever, um, ever recorded. Uh, If y'all go back to the Titanic, y'all know that song is still, I mean, it hits the same way when it first came out in the 90s. Uh, great song that paired with a great movie. Um, I mean, you can't never beat that. I mean, you saw that with uh, even with that movie Frozen all right, or was that uh, Moana? You know, songs like that that you have a great film with a great uh, song. Um, even with the Black Panther, right? So that's something that uh Excuse me. That's something that uh, it 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 really, it really uh, I was to say? But she didn't even. It, they said that they didn't even um uh, recognize Taylor Swift didn't even recognize uh, what's her name, uh, Celine Dion, right? And y'all know Celine Dion really don't you know, show up to these you know, awards and everything like that. So that's a big deal for Celine Dion to show up and present the, the final award of the night, the big award of the night. Um, Let me see. OK, so, of course, Stephen, uh, Stevie Wonder, uh Michael Jackson, obviously. I mean, listen, Thriller is like the greatest album of all time, you know, so I don't care how many awards you might win. There's certain there's certain albums that come out in history to where it's going to be like always at the top. And I think Thriller probably will always be at the top of the list of terms of greatest albums of all time. Uh, Lionel uh, Lionel Richard uh, won. So that's three. Uh, Quincy Jones back in 90, 1991. Uh, okay. So, of course, we had uh, Natalie Cole in 92, uh, Whitney Houston in 94, Lauryn Hill in 99, Outkast, 2004, you know, the speaker box, Love Below, uh, the double album, uh, great, Outkast is probably like the greatest rap group of all time. So, I mean, but they were the last rap group to win album of the year, just to be clear. Uh, Ray Charles in 2005. Okay? Um, Herbie Hancock in 2008. All right. And uh okay, so John Baptiste uh Baptiste of uh, one album of the year um in 2002, okay? Uh So that so basically you had 11 people total um eight men uh three women and so John Baptiste was the latest to one uh, winning in 2002 um but there there were some snubs again there were some snubs obviously Beyoncé is one of them uh TLC could have been a group that won you know so i think now is more important than ever that these uh big name uh black celebrities start to Uh, show more support to uh, the BET Awards, the Soul Train Awards, the NAACP Image Awards, and basically saying that, hey, we don't necessarily, we want to win Grammys, but we also have this over here. I think that's something that they can, uh, you know, uh, really give back to really bringing those awards to the forefront for us. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, like during the award season, even if you have uh the Grammys, the uh the uh, Oscars, you know, we always know Oscars, you know, things like that. Um and there's certain films to where you like, hey, listen, it was a great film. You know, you can't can't really be mad at that, right? And we also know not only uh films, but also uh, actors getting stuff for awards, right? Um some actors that you you felt like, man, what why they did not deserve this award at this particular time. You know, I think about you know, I'm gonna throw Denzel Washington out the out because he's on a whole nother level, right? Him, uh Tom Hanks, you know, those guys, they're on a whole nother level, right? Um when I look at Leonardo DiCaprio, right? When he finally won this Oscar. He won the, to me, this is just me personally. The movie he won an Oscar for, I think it was because they know he, they know he should have won it for The Wolf on Wall Street. My opinion, that is my favorite. I could, you could say, uh, what is it? You could say The Titanic, but I think there's more of a Chico but I think what he did on the Wolf of Wall Street was like his greatest performance ever, right? Um, I think about uh, Chadwick Bozeman, he probably should have won. Um, who was it? Who, who actually won the award? I think it was uh, Anthony Hopkins. I think he won an award. He didn't even show up. He was nominated with him for Best Actor. And Anthony Hopkins didn't show up because he felt like, man, Chad was going to win this right? And he won. I think he was surprised. I felt like he even though he's grateful for he won, I think he didn't really uh, you know, some people felt like, man, somebody probably deserved this more than me. Right? Uh, then you had Brendan Fraser when Hollywood basically left him out to dry. You know, his career was off track. You know, he was that guy in the early 2000s, really in the 90s and the early 2000s. You know, he was that guy in Hollywood that you know, he was like an A list actor, and then, boom, you know, one one film brought him back. You know, so, um, you know, you have other guys who probably should have won. You know, Spike Lee finally got an Oscar win. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Samuel Jackson probably should have been one of those guys. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's it's a uh, these award shows, I don't know, some some about these award shows, at times it just felt like we know there's some type of an agenda there. And you could tell when they really try to push somebody into the forefront because of this person over here. So I think as Greg Taylor Swift is, I think they really pushing her into the forefront because Beyonce, to me, Beyonce is season one running it right now. And they're trying to really push Taylor Swift so Beyonce won't be, you know, running it like that. So that's just my opinion on everything. There's a reason why I don't watch war shows because I know BS is gonna happen. So um, oh, and too, not to mention, um, I also want to shout out to Luke Combs, man. You know, Luke Combs. Um, y'all know he did a cover to a fast car um, by Tracy Chapman. And the fact that he brought her on stage to sing her song, right? Sing her song. it was a it was a hit when she did it. It's a classic song, and he brought it back to life with his cover. and he always and he gave proper respect to Tracy Chapman. that to me probably um from when I saw clips and everything, I actually went back on YouTube and watched that performance. I thought it was, it was, it was really great to see that because you don't really get much of that now. Somebody from the present giving uh, flowers to someone from the past and for Luke Combs to do that. And basically took it her after her song is number one again, you know, her song went number one again. So it's like, uh, shout out to uh, Luke Holmes for uh, not only uh, covering the song, but also um, in a way giving Tracy Chapman her flowers and the respect that uh, she uh, that Tracy Chapman uh, deserves. Because that was an amazing song, and Luke Holmes covered it. He did a great job too. You know, a lot of songs that you hear that are covers. Man, they they do a great job, but for for him to bring Tracy Chapman out to perform that song with him on the biggest stage. Right in music, I think that was pretty cool. So um, that was that was amazing, and you know it doesn't get any better than that because you know mu- music. I think music and sports can bring people together. It's just the news and politics, and you might say even religion divide people. So that's just my my take. All right, y'all uh we're coming towards the end of the episode um once again thank you thank you for tuning in with me uh i hope you guys have a great weekend have a safe weekend i know a lot of you uh gonna enjoy watching the super bowl even though your team is not in it i know you're gonna uh, enjoy good uh, a game hopefully it's a good game um uh, and stuff like that but hopefully hopefully um uh, this will turn out to be a great game um, and stuff like that. So I know some of y'all got money on the game. Y'all got y'all parlays and all of that stuff. So, you know, I hope you guys succeed in it. Um, remember to uh, to follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Y'all make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe to Drinking the Dark Podcast. Y'all can also watch uh, Drinking After Dark Podcast YouTube or you can listen on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcast, iHeart Radio, um, uh, who, what else? Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio. Radio. Um, you can listen on Google uh, Podcasts uh, right now until I think they said March when they're. If y'all listen to my last episode, they are going to uh, stop with the Google Podcasts around March. So, um, so basically, I would just say. The main platforms to catch a podcast: YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio, and uh, Apple Podcast. So, um, and there's some other uh, platforms so you can catch the podcast on. But mainly those podcasts, those platform platforms for those the, uh, the podcast. Excuse me. So y'all check that out. Continue to support. Continue to tell your friends and family. Um, anything y'all want me to try out to drink, uh, y'all please hit me up, man. Because you know I'm always looking to try new things. Hopefully, you know, some things that's not available in my, my city, you know, I might have to, you know, drive someplace to go get it, you know, cause there's, there's one particular drink that I really want to try. And it's, uh, it's actually, uh, I'm gonna tell y'all what I want to try and it's not available in my city. So, um, so basically it's a uh, guidance whiskey. So I really want to try it. Um. I'll probably have to go to Nashville to go get it. So hopefully, hopefully I can get that uh, pretty soon. But until next time, thanks once again. This is Darius from Drinking Up the Dark Podcast, and we out. Peace.
0: Gotta get to the money. Yeah. Gotta get to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning so you know that I'm on yeah. Make Gotta, make Be Gotta, make Gotta make sure damn my family straight. Gotta make sure that the kids Gotta make sure that the Early morning, so you know that Gotta make sure that my straight. Gotta make sure that the kids Gotta make sure that the bills is paid. And then let's get to the money. Get to the money, uh-huh.